Wellity, wellity, wellity. <sighs> hey, Hoff. Why don't you start the episode? Wow. So it's been a minute and a half since I've said that, to the point where I'm like, how do I usually start the episodes? What up, everybody? This is Obscure Chatter. I am your host, Terry Doty. I'm doing solo, and I probably will be staying solo for a bit because it's just easier for everybody. Um, Welcome back. And if you're a first-time listener, welcome, period. No, welcome exclamation. Welcome! <laughs> uh, let's see if you're new here. Also, I am watching something today. I am watching a television show that I won't say the name of because otherwise Stephen would censor it. It's so you focus on the conversation that I'm having with you as opposed to what I'm watching. But the watching is some, it is a show that I enjoy and that's basically going to dictate the runtime of this episode. And that's that. Is it weird? Probably. Is it unnecessary? Definitely. Am I doing it? I mean, we're on year three, Hoff? <laughs> I think in June it'll be three years. I'll have to double check on that. It's either June or July. But yes, here we are. <sighs> Let's see. Last we left off for those that have joined us. Oh my god, let me make sure to turn. Okay, phone is silenced. Um, we did an awesome little like Christmas holiday extravaganza where you guys participated in the show alongside me, and that was so much fun. Thanks again for all your questions, and I hope you had a good holiday season. I know that the older I get, as I sound the oldest I've ever sounded. I've been talking a lot, and I talked a lot yesterday, so my voice is like, hi. Uh, I just wasn't planning to do anything for the holidays. Like, Hoff and I just really aren't those people. And then with, um, you know, family members and everything, we kept it very chill, which is just we ate a meal, and then we went to our respective houses. On Christmas Day, we watched Spider-Man No Way Home, which I won't spoil, but I mean, by this point, if you don't know, like, what's going on, uh, it's, it's, I'm not even going to shame you. That's impressive. And, oh, actually, before we get started, started, I have a beer. And I just wanted to open it there. And I've lost the bottle caps, and I'm pretty sure I will step on that at some point. I'm really looking forward to it. But cheers, everybody. Mm. Oh, that was a nice sound effect of a beer being drank. Um, nothing fancy today, just chiner. Um, I do love a good chiner. And we're also making beer, but that's a whole other thing. Anyways, yeah. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home was great. I enjoyed it. It was my first movie. And you guys tell me. Because uh, a lot of it, yeah, like, what was it? We're not considered to be in a pandemic anymore. It's like an endemic. Uh, I'm in Texas, so <laughs> there's a lot that I could say there. But I won't. But Spider-Man No Way Home was the first movie that I saw since February 2020. I think the last movie I saw in theaters was the uh, Birds of Prey, The Emancipation of Harley Quinn. 
But we all call it Harley Quinn because we don't all want to say all that. And it was one of the most nerve-wracking experiences. I was anxious the entire time. I intentionally got seats far, far away. And then I have friends being like, oh, no, if you're going to get... If you're going to get movie tickets in the middle of all this craziness, you buy out the entire row. I didn't know this, but it's actually really smart, but, I mean... Uh, seems really selfish, especially for such a great movie. On Christmas Day, I was supposed to buy a, buy a whole row just to be left the hell alone. Uh, so my, But there was a kid coughing the entire time, and even his mom was like, cover your damn mouth. Um, and also, yeah, like, it's, what, a three-hour-long movie, so at one point I had to pee, and I was, like, booking it down the stairs, booking it back up the stairs with a mask on. It wasn't fun. But the movie itself, you know, sometimes I can be really snooty about movies, but sometimes you can just watch something without having to analyze it 80 gajillion ways, and that's what it was. It... It played, obviously, on my nostalgia bones. My nostalgia bones. And I just, I enjoyed it. If you didn't enjoy it, I get that too. Sometimes you have to do a lot of homework with a Marvel movie. And look, I get it. it it's daunting. Like, I, there are a few movies I haven't seen yet. And it's like, a, oh, well, did you know? Like, in order to see that, that's going to set up this. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be with at least three people that are going to tell me what I missed in two seconds. So rather than watch a movie that I don't want to fucking watch, I'll just deal with the annoying friend that's like, I can't believe you haven't seen this because this happened. I mean, save myself, you know, two to four hours. <laughs> also, uh, randomly, um, this is the first Obscure Chatter episode that I think I'm doing standing up. Typically, we've been sitting down in my nice little director chair my mom got me when I was 18 years old from Pier 1, and she went and got uh, T-E-R-R-I-D-O-T-Y lettering and ironed on the letters himself, uh, herself. Um, or, no, knowing my mom, she probably bought them and paid somebody to do it just so... <laughs> Um, just so they would be even. Um, I don't even know if we owned an iron. I always thought people were fancy if they owned an iron. Have you missed my randomness? Because I haven't. I live with it constantly. But yeah, like, we usually just set up there, and I'm in my little 4x8 double-walled whisper room at home when we do solo episodes. Um, and we've done a few remotes, obviously, just booking right now. We're all so busy. I didn't want to invite friends, including one that we had to postpone for November. Uh, that was Don Bennett. I didn't want to try to figure that out. I'm going to try to get Don on the show, but I just don't know. It is a daunting thing, like booking a podcast right now, because it very much is like a, how much do you love me? Anyways, Christmas was good. New Year's Hoff, I do not remember what we did for New Year's. We were. Uh, Lambic beer and in bed before the ball dropped. It's actually fantastic. 
<laughs> and I know it seems so basic and boring, but I mean, who's going out constantly right now? I'll tell you, there was a, a launch party last weekend that it's like, hey, you should go. And at the last minute, I'm like, I should go. And it seems so much fun, but it also seems exhausting. And then last night, we had plans. We'd had these plans for months, and we're getting ready to go, and we're both just miserable because traffic has been horrible since the gas prices went up, and also since always living in Texas. Um, And we just went, okay, so we could do all this and book it to the show, like give the dog an early dinner or a very late dinner, get there bitch the entire time, find our seats, wait another hour after the scheduled time for the opening act to actually be there, or, or we do none of that, watch the boys, and eat some pizza. What sounds hotter? Don't answer that. Because you know which one I picked. (laughs) Uh, And that... That's just been a go, go, go. Uh, I don't know anyone that's doing anything really huge right now. Um, And that's fine. But the biggest thing going on right now, um, I forget. Uh, This was, I think, shortly after the Christmas episode was released. Um, Total, like, random thing. But this person, this headhunter, messaged me out of nowhere and it was like, hey, you know, so this uh, one company is looking for a senior copywriter and all of the specs fit your resume. Would you uh, would you be interested in meeting with them? And uh, and if you are interested, uh, just send us some writing samples and a firm thing of your resume. And, uh, you know, I kind of discussed it with Stephen and I went, you know, seems interesting. I want to learn more. So I said, yeah. And that first interview went great. Uh, the uh, The person that I spoke to was just super chill. It didn't feel like an interview, super conversational. Um, and it just got me really interested about the work. I'm always going to leave that ominous because, uh, you know, sometimes I reveal too much. So now I'm trying to pull back a little bit. But it's a, you know, it was, it's a really cool experience. Um, and so... Yeah, I get feedback from the headhunter, who kind of helped also walk me through the process, which has never happened to me before. And I got a second interview. So the second interview happens. I actually have a power outage the day of the interview. And um, everybody's doing their their meetings through Zoom. And I hate doing video calls. But uh, it's just, it is what it is. And so... Uh, the dude calls me. And uh, again, it's very conversational. We're just chilling. At the end of it, uh, I was, like, so relaxed that I called him dude. And even the guy was like, did you just call me dude? I did. <laughs> um, And then I got feedback again from the headhunter who's like, you know, again, great feedback. You know, hope to have good news soon. And then uh, I want to say two, maybe three days later, it's like, Here's the soft offer. Oh, because initially the headhunter head was like, what's your targeted salary? And I gave her that, just kind of being like, shooting for the moon. And the the moon shot back in a very positive way. So it's like, here's the soft offer. What do you think? 
And Stephen and I talked about it. Because here's the thing. Um, even when I was a full-time director, writer for ADR, I was contract and freelance. Uh, <laughs> my last like full-time job was not a salary job. It was working at Guitar Center for starting six fifty, and when I left, I was making a whole $8 that I really had to like beg for. I was making, <sighs> working over 40 hours a week uh, at the end of the month, I was making $900. Uh, and I lived with three guys, shared one bathroom, and... You know, we didn't really have a floor. When I moved in, the shower curtain was an actual curtain. That kind of broke. So thinking of a, a salary job, I, I just never considered it, honestly. Because um, I'm also I'm also an actor. I'm used to the grind, you know, the hustle. And Stephen has a full-time salary job. And I think before the pandemic... I, I had this idea of what the next steps were going to be for my career and for Steven's career. You know, everybody has plans and obviously life always laughs. Like, uh, you want to make, what's that thing? Uh, if you want to make God laugh, make a plan. Um, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm make, uh, making that quote too severe. Um, but so in the middle of the pandemic... Uh, the uh, year one, uh, I I have an autoimmune disease, and I was running out of my prescription, and it was terrifying me at the prospect of having to go to the doctor, and also booking a doctor right now, even just going to emergency right now, uh, or at that time was a crapshoot. So I was just trying to do a virtual visit. The insurance that we had at the time, we were paying. <sighs> somewhere between seven and $900 a month. Uh, and I couldn't even get a nurse practitioner on the phone. Um, people kept calling me back. And then the app that they had, for some reason, wasn't recognizing me. And I'm like, look, I just need a prescription refill. And uh, the pharmacy was even like, well, because, you know, you've been doing this for so long and da 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 we can give you an additional 30-day supply, but after that, you do have to go to the doctor. I'm like, I'm trying to book an online virtual visit, but if necessary, I will try to book da 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 But the doctor that I had closed shop, a lot of doctors aren't taking new patients right now that have my insurance. All of this, all of this, I know this is very exciting. So... After days of just trying to get a prescription refilled, I finally get somebody on the phone. And she was very understanding. And, uh, yeah, she was a doctor, but she was located in Colorado. And uh, turns out she had the same condition that I do. So we were just bitching about how hard it is and also just how stupid it is because, like, this should be over the counter. And she's like, well, some people do abuse it for the dumbest reason, which is weight loss. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, does that work? She's like, no, it's just people are dumb. A person is smart. People are dumb. So there was just a moment after all of that 
And no one at the insurance company itself was really getting back to us on why this was so bad. So Stephen and I bit the bullet and canceled our insurance. So from July of that, uh, of 2020, is it 2020 or 2021? 2021. Okay, excuse me. This is the second year. Still weird. So not much changed. Like, yeah, we're vaccinated at this point, but da-da-da-da-da. Thank you. Uh, all the years blur together now. Thank you, Stephen. Um, but from, like, July to the end of last year, we just gambled. We, it's just, we, we ran the numbers and knew, and knew how much we were paying and getting nothing to show for it. And uh, I was talking to other actors, and they were kind of going through the same thing. So uh, I also had a very good year. I just did my taxes for last year. I had a very good year last year. But looking at the numbers, I'm like, it's always going to be this grind if I solely stick to the path that I'm on without really pushing myself. And I enjoy that. Um, And I really enjoy writing and all of that stuff. So cut to this job opportunity at the end of last year. It's got me reevaluating stuff in a way that I never thought I would do, which is to become a salaried employee. (laughs) Uh, And also be listed as a full-time copywriter. Not only that, but a senior copywriter. Like, that's wild and great because, you know, I'm already technically doing all of that with all these other companies, but I'm still freelance, still contract. Um, And that doesn't really change with a small business. That's the only job you're going to get. And jobs are few and far between sometimes. So... I said yes. I said yes to the job. And after a lot of background checking and all of this stuff, um, I was given an official hard offer and I accepted. And uh, as of the 18th of March, I've been at the job for two months. I started on uh, January 18th. And it's wildly different, but I'm working very closely with a team of people, uh, which as much as like ADR and animation and all that that I've done, it's been a very small group of people. And with the pandemic, it's mostly remote. And um, I'm working on just a really cool project with a bunch of different people. And Uh, I'm challenging myself in ways that I guess I had stopped doing, which, you know, I can analyze to the cows come home. And uh, I have health insurance again. (laughs) Like, honestly, that was one of the biggest bonuses to it. Uh, And it's much better insurance. And I, I, I'm not paying nearly a thousand dollars to not talk to somebody. It's great, and I, you know, I feel more secure, and all of that stuff. And I apologize if this seems like gloating. I'm just 
wildly elated that something that I didn't realize I was stressing over and Stephen was stressing over, that's been minimized. It's never going to fully go away because that's just not how life works. Uh, so you are listening to a senior copywriter right now. That's right. AAA video games, live actions, a book. And, you know, with the book, I appreciate how much people always ask about the book. The book is always going to be a passion project. It's just never going to be the full focus. So I'll work on it when I can. And hopefully it doesn't go away, but it's postponed indefinitely for the time being, my my second book. And uh, when that changes, I will let you know. But I mean, that's just how life works. Like with passion projects is they're always fun. But they can't be the focus when other opportunities come. They unfortunately can't. Um, but yeah, guys, this is... Uh, I I didn't think when I said goodbye to you guys last year for the rest of the year that anything like this would be coming up. So it's been quite a quite an insane, you know, few months since I last talked to you. Um, Steven turned 44. <gasps> And, uh, yeah, I took him out to a nice dinner. We hung out. What else did we do, Stephen? I don't remember. We didn't. <laughs> I did. I got him, um, I got him this, like, wood carving of the Hellraiser Lament, uh, Le Mans, uh, or merchant uh puzzle box from hellraiser the hellraiser series um uh, yeah i didn't realize i was ordering it from like china and china right now it's like okay you can get this but you're gonna get it when you get it i didn't know it was coming from china till after i ordered it so well after his birthday is when that arrived and yeah we're kind of doing this thing now where we'll do a nice little something but my friend buck uh, started doing this thing where he's like, I only make a big deal about birthdays on the fives and tens. So, you know, 55, 60, 65, 70. So we're kind of adopting that too. Uh, my birthday's coming up and uh, on April 4th. And I just, I'm just grateful right now. Uh, not a big cake person, but probably have some cake, tres leche or something like that. And just some good food. Maybe see some friends. Hopefully see some friends. And uh, that'll probably be it. And that's fine. Let's see. On top of that, um, uh, oh man, there's a project that I want to talk about that I know is out. Did you hear that gurgle? I know you did. Um, But I don't know. But there's a project that just got released and you should check it out. That's all I can say right now. And you might hear people you know. <laughs> Steven, do you think that's okay? <laughs> Was that vague enough for everybody? Good. Uh, let's see. Oh, I got a new car. I got a car that was made in the last 20 years. <laughs> that was such a surreal experience. I'm like, I don't need the key. <laughs> this can connect to my phone without a wire. Who are you, you wizard? 
<laughs> I'm still getting used to it. Uh, but yeah, that's been fun. Oh my gosh. Since I was talking about health insurance, let's talk about why having health insurance was a great thing. I got a brown recluse bite, which is something I've always been terrified of. And that's why I'm always uh, like I'm in my booth right now. I make Steven vacuum this thing religiously because I, I've I've been at even like Funimation or Funny Roll. I'm not sure what they're calling themselves now. Um, that place that does anime that you might know me from. Oh, uh, but there was one point where I was uh, acting in another booth and I just hear this like shriek and it's Colleen Clinkenbeard just running out and being like, kill it! And... And you just see Steven with like a rolled up paper towel following right after <laughs> just being like, got it. Like brown recluses are always in booths and just a lot of places in Texas. I don't know where this happened. It could have been in the bedroom. It could have been at my office. It could have been in my booth. It could have been in another booth that I was at. I have honestly no idea where this happened, but I woke up and I felt like my leg was really bothering me and just kind of saw it. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's uh, an ant bite or an ingrown hair or something. I don't know. And then the next day, the area got bigger and hardened. And Stephen did the, oh, no. <laughs> and then we realized there was going to be a holiday on that Monday. And this was a Saturday uh, that um, uh, we kind of thought we treated it. And then on Sunday... It was a really big deal. So I got on my insurance website, and after a lot of frustration, I finally got in contact with somebody. All I did was, uh, with the doctor, all I did was send them a photo, and they called my ass immediately. They're like, okay, first thing, put a Sharpie, uh, like make a Sharpie circle around uh, the radius that it is right now. And I'm like, well, it's probably not a spider bite. And they're like, yeah, it, it's probably a spider bite. It's probably a brown recluse from the fang, like da-da-da, and the, uh, the radius of it and the way that it's spreading and the timeline. Uh, so we need to get on this, uh, like, immediately I took it. They gave me an, a topical antibiotic, um, an oral antibiotic, and a steroid. And for a month, that was my life. Um... I was on some wild antibiotics that uh, really messed me up for a while. But really looking, once the antibiotics started taking effect, I didn't realize the damage that it had done until it started to, uh, the pain started to recede and the swelling started to recede. It's that I didn't realize that so much of my skin had already been affected and some of it was sunken in for a little bit. I'm like, holy crap, if I just blown this off or not had the insurance at my disposal, it could have been a really insane thing. I advise you to do the opposite of what, what I did and not Google brown recluse spider bite. The only thing I, a uh, couple of things that I said online about it were, uh, I respect the recluse lifestyle, so I don't understand why one would come for me. And, um, of course, the follow-up is like, did you get any superpowers? If whining is a superpower, I already fucking had it. But I made it worse. <laughs> it made it worse. Uh, that was terrifying. <laughs> um, 
So thanks, insurance. Thanks, new job. <laughs> uh, aside from that, it's just, I feel like I've word vomited so much already. But um, there was another ice storm, which obviously from the previous Texas year of ice storms, that was a little terrifying. Uh, but we didn't lose power then anyway. Uh what was it? Last week we had a tornado, oh, a, a series of tornadoes all throughout North Texas. And where I live, uh, I don't think we had one fully touched down. Uh, but it, you get used to those alarms. And then like on the Slack for my job, uh, you have people that have only lived in Texas for like a couple weeks. So like, what's happening? Like, oh, did you get the text yet? They're like, no, what's happening? And you're just so like cavalier about it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's just a tornado. Don't worry. And I'm saying that now, knowing full well, like as a child living in like George West, Texas, at one point I fully walked home in the middle of a tornado warning, finally got home, locked my trailer door, my double wide trailer door and went, cool, I'm safe. Uh, I've been locked inside a Walmart during a tornado hurricane type of thing in Corpus Christi. Texas is weird about the weather. And uh, we should probably do more for people that are new to Texas, especially since so many people are moving here lately. It's banana pants. It's just full banana pants. So ice storms, tornadoes. And now I think currently it's like 80 something degrees outside minimum. And let's see, did early primary voting for many reasons, which is um, obviously a lot is happening here in Texas that I am not a fan of. And I'm hoping that things change for the better. But the change starts with voting. It's your constitutional right. Do it. Um, Almost attempted mail-in voting, but they changed some stuff at the last minute which you may or may not know, didn't chance it. So I woke up early enough to beat basically everybody and be the first person there <laughs> uh, on a day of opening. And yeah, I mean, when I started doing this obscure chatter thing, it's because I missed you guys. Um, I missed just talking shit hanging out. And now uh, there was a point where I was concerned with a full-time job being able to keep doing this. And I'm going to be real with you. Uh, The next couple of episodes are going to gauge just how stressful planning these episodes are. Uh, If they're not that bad, then I want to keep doing them. But if it becomes more of a chore than enjoyment, I don't think that's fun for you guys as a listener, let alone fun for me and Steven. So I I can't thank you enough for, you know, sending me messages saying like, can't wait for Obscure Chatter to come back because I'm really excited at the potential to get back to our monthly episodes. Um, but I, I want you guys to be patient with me. And again, like just like the December episode, um... I would like you guys to be involved just as much uh, as you were then. So I was considering doing another questionnaire, something like that, because I love getting questions from y'all. 
And I, I honestly, with all the stuff going on right now, there's a lot of, okay, like, as, as like, uh, oh, wow, Terry's being really positive. Well, I mean, I did talk about a spider bite and how stupid insurance is and uh, how interesting Texas has been. And I've got a beer in my hand. I mean, maybe this episode's pretty balanced. Mm. There's a lot of crappy stuff going on, too. And I've mentioned in previous episodes, every day is about checking in and just seeing where I'm at. I have definitely caught myself falling into old patterns. And I think that's just because they're easy. They're previously established connections. And it's about (laughs) just doing what you can in the moment. So that's why I'm trying not to be too hard on myself at the the prospect um, of possibly ending Obscure Chatter way sooner than I was intending. But then I remember I didn't really have a plan for Obscure Chatter's continuance or an- that anime shows, if you're previous to that. I think Tatum, myself, and Steven just really enjoyed doing it until we just stopped enjoying it. And that's when we ended it. And when we got our second wind, we attempted to come back. And it just didn't feel the same. So do not hold me, pardon me, to saying that Obscure Chatter is coming to a close. But definitely, I don't want to like just throw it at you guys. With the new job, new job takes priority uh, because it helps me take care of my family. Um, And, you know, that's pretty freaking great. I've never been this financially secure. I really don't know what to do with myself. I'm like, oh, what am I supposed to do with that? And Steven's like, well, we we have this. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I'm not used to that at all. Um, So that's pretty damn great. With you guys listening, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, hello. I'm hoping that this finds you well and that the last time you heard me um, was the beginning of, I mean, uh, a new year starting off right. And if it wasn't, I'm really sorry. And if things are turning around, that's great. If you just need to like tweet at me, which is teetotally on every avenue, including TikTok, which I'm back on, there are a lot of reasons why that I won't get into today. (laughs) I... I love hearing from you guys. I've met so many of you through Obscure Chatter, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok again, that, uh, you know, I feel like I know you all really well, especially after that questionnaire. Again, I cannot stress enough how great it was hearing, like, people's favorite foods, their favorite gifts, all these traditions. Like, we actually incorporated a couple, and I have this list of, like, what we tried and it's escaping me now because again, a lot has happened since the Christmas episode. So please feel like you guys can reach out to me. I want to hear from y'all. And if you're curious about possibly being involved in the next episode through the another questionnaire or just a general question, you know, reach at, uh, reach out and we'll get that done because we got it. That being said, uh, welcome to Obscure Chatter 2022. Let's keep this interesting. Until next time, hasta pasta.